Please sit comfortably, everyone. Well, good evening, everyone here in the room and everyone on Zoom. That's a bit of a, a double challenge for me. I've got to like do the equivalent of chew gum and walk at the same time now. <laughs> speak to everyone in the room and, and speak to everyone on Zoom. But um, the talk I wanted to give tonight is based on um, a koan in the Lumon Khan, which is case um, 28. And it's known as Lung Khan, renowned far and wide. But perhaps a better title, which really goes to the heart of, of the koan, is um, Toksan and the Old Tea Lady. And so um, the story behind it is, is that Toksan uh, was a very famous Buddhist scholar from the north of China. And he had um, great expertise on um, his commentaries on the Diamond Sutra, uh, which is one of the main sutras involved in Zen teaching on emptiness and so on. And uh, he heard that there was these Zen teachers in the south um, who were claiming that there was a, a, a teaching outside of the sutras, you know, not relying on words and phrases and so on. And um, he thought he needed to teach them a lesson. Um, and so he packs up all of his commentaries and so on in his cart and he travels all the way down from North China to South China to teach these southern devils a lesson on what is the true Dharma. And then he comes to, um, he stops on the way um, and, he, and he goes to an inn, you know, or a tea house, you know, to um, get some refreshment on his journey. And he meets this um, old lady who's obviously quite awake in her own way. And um, he gets a very good um, lesson from her. And the old tea lady is like an, an archetype, not only in Zen, but various different spirit traditions who, they look like, you know, low, low in status, you know, just maybe an old uneducated woman, but they're as sharp as a tack, right? And they, they come in and they do great teachings. Um, but in the commentary here, before Toksan crossed the barrier from his native province, his mind burned and his mouth sputtered. Full of arrogance, he went south to exterminate the doctrine of a special transmission outside the sutras. When he reached the road to Li Chao, he sought to buy refreshment from an old woman. The old woman said, your reverence, what sort of literature do you have there in your cart? Togsan said quite proudly, notes and commentaries on the Diamond Sutra. The old woman said, hmm, I hear the Diamond Sutra says, past mind cannot be grasped, present mind cannot be grasped, future mind cannot be grasped. With which mind does your reverence intend to drink the tea? Mm -hmm. What a challenging question. Uh-huh. Toksam was dumbfounded and unable to answer. He did not expire completely under her words, however, but asked, is there a teacher of Zen Buddhism in this neighbourhood? And the old woman said, the priest Lung Tan is about half a mile from here. So he then goes and, and, and practices and sits with Lung Tan and has an awakening experience. But the point they want to bring out from this koan, there's many points in it, but um, 
it's a sort of classic case of someone um, who went to school and stayed to pray. Uh-huh. And it's a really a demonstration of, um, of Toksan's great character, you know, and the importance of character in Zen. Because here's someone who's full of his own intellectual arrogance um, and clinging to words and language, you know, and making his reference point around that, comes to a, an old woman, has no real status in the world whatsoever, challenges him with this question, and what does he do? Right? It actually it actually dumbfounds him, he stops, and he realises there's something that he doesn't understand, and then he seeks out a teacher, you know, to deepen his understanding. And that's a that's a great teaching just in itself, you know, and how we actually apply that ourselves in our everyday world. You know, what happens to us when we think we know something and then something someone points out to us we actually mistakenly misperceived or we got the wrong information. You know, how 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 much can we in those situations go, oh, I got it wrong, you know, and there's a kind of a humbling experience, you know. How how easily do we do that? Or how much do we stick to our position, do you know, and, and being right? Uh-huh. It's the same challenge that faces all of us, that faces Toksan with the old tea lady. Who are our old tea ladies <laughs> that we come up against in life? Um, the same point is brought out in that um, reading at the end of our sutra book about Naropa, you know, from the Tibetan tradition. And a woman sees Naropa, you know, with this big book and says, do you understand what that all of that says? He says yes, and she laughs at him. And then she asks another question about, you know, to convey his understanding. And then she gets into a rage, you know, and berates him, you know, you know nothing. You're just clinging to words and letters. It's all up here in your head. You know nothing. Those challenges, you know, are not necessarily intellectual challenges about having an inflated ego around identifying with you know, high intelligence, but anything in our life, you know, where we think we're right, we think we're superior in some way, we just, we've got it, you know, and then something goes along and pulls the rug out from underneath us. What, th- these are great teachings. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we can prepare ourselves to have that openness of mind and openness of spirit to meet those occasions when they come to us. We may have certain information about something um, and we've acted on that information and then another bit of information comes up that realise actually that was wrong. How much can we just let it go and, and, and move into another way of being? It's really a great challenge. So this is one of the examples through which um, Cohen study in itself is not anything particularly esoteric. And again, it's nothing to cling to in itself. Every every koan that you pass, you just tear it up, throw it in the bin. But again, like anything, um, where people can misuse koan studies and practices to think that every koan that they pass, that they're even more enlightened. 
So you, you hold on to that as well, hold on to the passing of the koan. So I'm getting somewhere. Mm -hmm. But the true spirit of koan study is that you, you throw something away each time. You, you throw all of those ideas you've been carrying around that blocked the um, insight into the koan. So it's a great metaphor for life. 